I'm Alexa Lauren, and welcome to my podcast, Heart of a Seeker. I want to thank you today for joining. I've been trying to switch up the intro a little bit, and I want to let you guys know that I will be launching my ebook, my free ebook on my website called 30 Days of Prayer Bye Bye Anxiety later this month in July. So if you haven't already, you can go to my link tree in my bio and subscribe. You can type in your email address and get jo- and join the list. And whenever the book comes out, I'll be sending out the book to everyone on the list. And those that aren't, they can later access my link tree and download the book um, from there through my website. So make sure to look out for that. It'll be a book on prayer, different prayers kind of around different aspects of anxiety, things that might trigger it, and ways to really focus more on God and not so much on what's possibly triggering the anxiety. So make sure to look out for that this month. This episode is going to be called It's Okay. And earlier this past week, I had posted about a story of when my dad once witnessed me being a little crazy when I was younger and a little obsessive. So part of that story was I was in junior high and I remember sitting across the kitchen table with my dad and I was writing an assignment and we had to write it in pen, which I hated writing in pen because whenever I made a mistake, I couldn't erase it and I didn't like seeing any marks or the imperfections on the page. So every single time I made a mistake, I would rip out the page and rewrite it over. And every single time I made a mistake, I would repeat the same process. And my dad literally stopped me and he was like, Alex, what are you doing? And I was like, dad, I made a mistake. I have to rewrite the whole page because there's all these mistakes on it. And I really need to make sure it looks perfect. I don't want any marks on it. He's like, Alex, that's crazy. He's like, you need to (laughs) go ahead and just mark a clean line through your mistake and it's gonna be okay. You don't need to rip out the page every single time and rewrite it. And it really got me thinking about my life and how so many times in life when I do something that I feel like, man, I shouldn't have done that or I messed up, it's too late, I made this mistake and I want to rip out the page of life and start over as if it never happened. And the truth is we can't do that. And I saw this concept in my own life and I started to realize how it applied to my relationship with God and how God loves us and he tells us, it's okay, just mark a clean line through your mistake and keep moving forward. So many times we set ourselves back because we wanna go back to the past, rewrite it, which obviously we can't, but then we get stuck thinking in the past, which is a big issue I personally have. And from there, you know, we want to rewrite it and then we make another mistake and then we want to rip out the page and redo it. And I remember as I reflected on this this past week, I was like, wow, I can't believe how real that is in my life even today that when I make a mistake, I feel like all is lost. It's too late. I might as well just like throw it all away and move on. And I realized that that doesn't have to be that way, that we need to show grace to ourselves. And I also 
often think, how many times do I meet people and I try to be so accepting and so loving and encouraging to them in spite of their struggles, but yet when it comes to me, I expect perfection out of myself to the point that I sometimes really become a little unrealistic and not show my own self-grace to keep going even when I make mistakes and I hold myself at this standard that sometimes can cause other areas of my life to fail as far as the anxiety and the depression and the things that I have dealt with in the past. So as I remembered and recalled the story that I'm sharing, I really felt God ministering to me. And I really wanted to share that because I feel like so many could also relate to that, to that same thing of wanting to rip out our pasts, to forget about it, to wipe it clean, to move on, not realizing that it's okay we don't have to be perfect. You know, we will continue, like I said, in sin obsession. As we get in the presence of God, there's no way we get in the presence of God and we are not transformed. So I want to share a few scriptures with you guys and kind of dive in a little bit deeper as we move a little bit further along in this podcast today. One of my favorite scriptures is in 1 John 1, 9, and it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all of all unrighteousness. And the reason I really like this scripture, it kind of goes back to the story I was just discussing, is God wipes our slate clean. Like he forgives us of what we did and we just move forward. Instead of us trying to go back and dwelling on the past, it's good to learn from the past, but it's not good to stay there and dwell on it and always be looking back. And I'm speaking to myself as I do this. I'm not sitting here acting like I know everything and that I got my life together because the truth is I don't. And a lot of the fact of the reason why I started this podcast was to share that even in the midst of my own struggle, what God has taught me. And that's why I created the podcast because it's kind of after the idea of David when he struggled with anxiety, depression, he was an adulterer and a murderer. And even then, he's called a man after God's own heart because at the end of the day, all God wants is really our heart. He wants us to be in relationship with him. And just like any relationship, a positive relationship, a relationship that's going to bring value to our life, if we're in the presence of the right people, they should be instilling value into our life, helping us grow to be better. And imagine our relationship with God, who is the author of wisdom, by seeking communion with him and seeking what his word says, we begin to understand wisdom, we begin to renew our minds and begin to change and grow and be a better version of ourselves daily. So I like how it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And the other thing I want to mention about sin as well is sin often is God's protection in the sense of he calls it a sin because those things will end up bringing harm and pain and chaos to our lives. And then we wonder why we're struggling later in life. But if we begin to learn that God's word was written not to be a rule book, but to teach us to seek his face and begin to allow him to guide us, just like any good parent that wants what's best for their child and guides them, God wants the same for us. He gives us these guides and saying, hey, don't do this, don't do that, because at the end of the day, sin is sin. And I always tell people this, and it's very extreme. I'm like, whether I say a bad word or I kill somebody, I committed a sin. 
But the difference is the consequence. The consequence and the weight of our sin is death. It can be spiritual death or it can be an actual physical death, depending to what extent we're doing the things that we're doing. So instead of looking at it like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake or I did this, remember that just like you might have done something, a good parent that loves their child, you know, mind you, I know some parents are not always the best, or they try to do the best they can in their situation, however they were raised, they feel like they did the best, or maybe they weren't the best parent. But I'm talking about a parent that truly loves their child, and they begin to guide them and want them to do what's best with their life, even if they fall short, even if they don't take the advice that they gave them. That does not mean the parent doesn't love their child anymore. It just means that, yes, they might be disappointed for a moment or upset and be like, man, I wish you would have made a different choice. But at the end of the day, we're the ones that will reap the consequences of whatever choices we make in life, positive or negative. So it's not just everything being negative. We make different choices that could lead us down a different path that is positive or can lead us down a, a more negative path. So I just want you to keep that in mind when you're thinking about who God is and God's love for us. It's not a rule book. It's not about religion. It's about true relationship with God. So I just want you to remember that. Another great scripture is in Isaiah 43, 18 through 20. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's such a beautiful scripture. And I love how he's like, don't dwell on the past. He's doing something new in you. He's creating new things in you. And not just that, he's like, it's springing forth. It's becoming to come out. You know, now that you are connected and seeking God's face, it's like that well that we talked about in a few episodes um, back, talking about the well, right? The well of life and how water springs forth from a well. So when we get connected to the source who is Jesus, he begins to spring up new things in us and the former things should not be dwelled on anymore. And then it says, I'm making a way in the wilderness, the dead areas of your life, the areas where you felt like your dreams had died or maybe things didn't work out the way you hoped or expected. He's saying, I am making a way in the wilderness. The streams are coming in the wasteland, like where there once was just desert and dryness. Now there's water flowing. So I just want to encourage you when you get discouraged or you feel like you're falling short, I encourage you to just seek God's face and remember that he's doing something new inside of you each and every single day. In Psalms 32, 8, it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. So as I mentioned earlier, just like any parent that loves their child and tries to instruct them in the way they should go, at the end of the day, it's our choice. And just like we spoke about in the episode Chosen, just as we desire to be chosen, so does God. God gave us free will because he is not one to control us. It doesn't mean he doesn't love us. He loves us so much that he's like, you know what? If you want to do your own thing, go ahead and do it. But at the end of the day, these are the things I would like you to do because I want what's best for you, because I love you, because I want to make sure that you're successful in life, that you don't have to suffer all this extra pain, but rather following wise instruction and wise counsel would allow us to be able to 
walk in a different path than sometimes learning the hard way. 2 Corinthians 5.17 goes on and tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So I just want to encourage you and remind you that you don't have to rip out those old pages in life. You don't have to discard them. That is part of our testimony, the things we've gone through. And even what we saw as a, as a mistake and maybe caused brokenness and hurt in our lives, or we feel like it set us back and derailed us, dwelling on the, dwelling on the past is derailing us too by staying stuck there and not moving forward. It says the old has passed away. So if it's passed away, why are we still back there? Why aren't we walking forward? Why aren't we beginning to step out and be like, you know what? I can't change what happened. I can't change what I considered my mistakes to be. But now in Christ, the old is gone and now there's a new creation. And not just that. Maybe you're like, well, I've been a Christian this whole time. I still struggle. I still make mistakes. I'm still falling short and you feel like you're failing. You know what? Paul tells us in Romans 15 through 19, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. For if I do what I do not want to do, I agree the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who does it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the, what I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do that is keep that I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I don't want to do, it is no longer I who does it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So this takes me back to Romans 3.23, where he says, for we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So even then, sometimes and I even struggled with this, I felt like as a Christian, I needed to strive to be so perfect all the time that I needed to do everything so perfect. Kind of like, again, the story that I mentioned at the beginning about me wanting my page to be written perfectly in pen. And even though I was making mistakes, I'd rip it out and redo the whole thing, meaning I was going back, dwelling on the past, then trying to rewrite it, made another mistake, try to go back, rewrite it over and over Instead of just realizing, you know what, I just need to mark a clean line through it, meaning it's remembered no more, it does not count, it's forgotten, it's forgiven, right? And now I can move forward and continue the next journey, the next path, finishing out the page. And so when I read that we all fall short of the glory of God, I feel like we're always trying to be so perfect. And one of my other favorite scriptures, which I don't have it in front of me, but is um, where it says God will continue to perfect us until the day of Christ Jesus. So all these things I say that often we're trying so hard to do the right thing, right? But sometimes we do what we hate, like Paul says in Romans. Like he doesn't want to do these things, but he continues struggling and it's the sin living in him because he's not, you know, we live in a fallen world. And even though Jesus lives inside of us, as we continue to seek him and submit to him, he will continue to change us. He will continue to perfect us, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's definitely a lifetime transformation. And I think we need to show ourselves grace. 
and that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So I would just encourage you that when things happen, not to get discouraged, not to feel like all is lost, not to beat yourself up, but to be like, you know what, God, forgive me, pick yourself back up and keep walking forward. Keep seeking his face. Don't give up. Don't lose hope and know that God is definitely still very much in love with you, very much cares about you. And it does say in Proverbs in one of the scriptures that at a certain point, God will hand us over to our ways. Like if we feel like we know better, then he's just going to let us do what we want. But eventually you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, why is my life in shambles? Like this is not what I expected. And I feel like we all at one point in life, hopefully get to that point where we realize why we are in the position we are. And it's always, like I say, we need to take accountability for our choices. So if we're wondering why things are hard on us or what is happening, we also need to look at the whole picture. Sometimes it's so easy to want to blame external factors, but we have to look at ourselves. What choices are we making on a daily basis that might be putting us in a certain position? You know, how are we acting on a daily basis? What are the the choices we're making? And even when we do make a mistake, being able to quickly turn around and be like, okay, you know what? Forget that. I'm not going to continue going down that path. I'm going to choose to go this other direction. So it's never too late to turn around and keep moving forward. I just want to go ahead and close this out in prayer. And I just, before I do want to say, please show yourself grace. When things get rough, don't run from God. Run to Him. Go talk to Him. There are so many times I just cry and I'm frustrated and overwhelmed. And I'm like, God, please just help me. I talk to Him like He's my friend. I go into my room and I speak to Him. And I just begin to seek His face. So instead of running away next time that you feel like you failed and what's the point, don't. Run to God and seek Him, just like David did in his struggle and in in the midst of all the things that he was struggling with. Just go to the presence of God and let him minister to you. Let him speak to your heart. Ask him to give you sensitivity to hear from him. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, thank you that you're a good father. Thank you that you don't expect perfection from us, but that you will perfect us as we seek your face. Lord, I pray that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord. I pray that you would give us clarity in our mind and renewal, Lord. May your word bring truth and set us free. May you continue to guide us and may we be sensitive to your spirit and be bold to share you, Father God, of the goodness and the things you've done. May our testimonies help others, Lord, and that we know that even in the midst of our struggle, that we would run to you and that we would find comfort in your arms and peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So right before I leave, guys, just remember, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, my handle is I'm Alexa Lauren. And you can also be looking out for my book coming out later this month called Bye Bye Anxiety. And it's a 30-day prayer book. And it's really more about seeking God and putting our anxiety at the feet of Jesus and releasing it to him. It's something we're going to have to make a choice to do. If we don't choose to release it, then we're going to continue struggling. And I have struggled for a long time with anxiety. And I can say to this day, I have 
75% less anxiety than I had years ago. Everything made me anxious, but I had to begin to pinpoint my triggers and I had to begin to trust God even when it was hard. So I really hope that you guys pick up a free copy of this ebook later this month. If you're not already on my mailing list, go ahead and um, get in the link in my bio on my link tree and you can type in your email address and join my mailing list. May you have a blessed week, guys.